Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Uh, I can't wait for us to talk about this movie about a police officer who is jealous of evil as enemies. That is, that is the basic synopsis on IMDb. And I have to rely on that because, I mean, I can't really. There's like barely any information in the movie. All we have is the movie itself. And uh, what movie are we talking about today, Zero? We're talking about Fight Against Evil 2. Yes. Or Part 2. What, Northeast Police Story 2 has nothing to do with the Jackie Chan series. Um, I don't know why. Maybe they named it for that particular reason. Maybe it just would sell better. But I don't know. Uh, yeah. So we should make a disclaimer about this movie. I mean, in, a, in, a, in, a, in the best positive light. Uh, this is our last movie of the year. Hooray! Kind of, kind of. Well, release, our right? our last full length episode because we still have quick jab episodes for people who subscribe to us on Patreon. But for anyone else who just listens casually and freely, this is our last episode covering a movie where we do a full deep dive on it, and it's also a new release it came out this year this is a mainland chinese movie and you can watch it on the chinese streaming service iqi mm-hmm. well you know how i feel about mainland chinese movies and uh, <laughs> well let's take a step back uh this is not bad this is this uh, kind of goes against a lot of what i usually complain about but it's not necessarily a problem with mainland China, just the fact that it's from mainland China, but but because like this is actually just a competently made film, which is all I'm asking for, <laughs> right? And it has like the production to to kind of back it up. But I will say the movie's pretty simple, but it's very enjoyable for the most part, right? Because it's uh it touches on. <sighs> The, the, the subject matter that we I think like half of our episodes are always touching on the topic of human trafficking right yeah whenever <laughs> we movie. deal whenever we deal with Southeast Asian movies they tend to have subject matters with sex trade human trafficking and whatnot obviously uncomfortable but those are subject matters that the filmmakers want to talk about so that's fine I was just actually surprised to see this subject come from a mainland Chinese film because I feel a lot of the stuff that I think we see that is at least brought heavily to our attention is more the the sci-fi stuff coming out or maybe the feel-good uh, dramas that come from mainland China that do well at their box offices. So I think that's why this one fell under the radar for a little bit until mm-hmm. people started saying like, hey, this is a new action film starring that little boy <laughs> that yeah. you may have seen in a couple of hong kong films uh you might <laughs> want to check it out because there's some pretty decent action in it so well, whoever uh, are you talking about zero what's that whoever are you talking about the, uh, the little mo moshe or mozie yeah. i don't know how to pronounce that apologies mm-hmm. but we've covered him 
as he paired up as a child actor with Jet Li in a few films like My Father, My Father is a Hero, a hero and Legend something... of the Red Dragon? Legend of the Red Dragon. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we covered that this year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of... You know, it's funny. As I was watching a movie, and I went into this blindly, right? Didn't look at the cast. As I was watching the film, I'm like, this lead actor looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and I just could not pick... I could just not figure out what it was. And little did I know he was a he was a child actor now fully grown up and now what into his near into his forties. Uh so I was like, Oh, that's how that's what it is. And as soon as I, I, I kinda like dove into it a little bit deeper. And he's basically the only face I know here. Uh everyone else uh, and this is like an early apology warning I have to give out. Like I, I can not find a lot of information on some of these performers. Like I can't even find faces to names. So we might have to give some of these performers just the broad strokes description of other like woman who fights in car. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 But, but, but we'll give some of these these folks credit because uh, this was surprising to me that the action did elevate you know so well and and maybe it is yes yeah mozi is part of the production so it's like okay we have the talent here so let's kind of uh make the movie the action in the action department stand out um but yeah it's a shame that i can't you know like name every one every one of these actors as Mm -hmm. because like there's not enough info on the film well that's okay how about we go deeper into the story because we kind of just touched on the uncomfortable subject matter but yep. i think we can say that um moche is a police officer a northeast police officer maybe specifically but he's a police officer he's jealous of evil <laughs> who's jealous of evil apparently no he's coming off of an undercover investigation and getting reacclimated back into the police force he gets called up by an auntie because this auntie's son commits suicide because that's the son's wife is i mean for lack of a better word he she's essentially raped and so the son commits suicide kind of forcing the wife to go over with him but she doesn't die she becomes brain dead she becomes a vegetable and so that leads him into this path of trying to figure out okay well what's going on with this with the suicide case and how is it related to these four I want to say gang leaders that he meets later in the film through an old acquaintance. Yeah. Uh, you know, watching the film, you can kind of sit by and just idly let the story kind of unfold. It's This movie is really simple. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly simple. It's incredibly yeah. simple, and it kind of feels really slow at times. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The whole and, time and... I was like, man, like, where is this? going where is it going that fight was just oh, i was okay it was okay okay where is this going like do i really it, need to sit through this <laughs> <laughs> oh wait wait here, here's the thing i i, I praise the hell out of the movie but i that's me opening up you know opening up with the positives i, I do have a lot of problems with the film the pacing is definitely an issue and i was gonna say when you recommend this film after watching two fights 
two, three fights in the movie. I was like, what is zero on? I, I told I you when I messaged you, don't let the first fights, you know, like, just ignore them. They're not, Still, well, you, they're you, not I mean, indicators of the rest of the movie. <laughs> even with that disclaimer, uh, I was like, oh, come on, really? And then and then it kind of hits you. It was like, oh, man, that fight, this next fight is awesome. Um, so it, And then the, there's like one fight afterwards, which is pretty, like, it's really good too. And then it kind of goes back into that kind of, you know, ab- slightly above mediocre territory. Um, I kind of wish it, the whole movie was a lot more consistent in terms of the action department. But uh, you know, I, it, it, the movie can be slow, the action can be con- inconsistent, and the story's way too simple. But for the most part, yeah, it's easy sit through. This is an easy watch. Ninety minutes, uh, exactly what I always say I want. <laughs> Ninety minutes. <laughs> Oddly enough, I feel we're missing stuff from this movie because we were kind of alluding to it. There is a female officer who has a really great fight scene, and she is barely established. It took me forever to figure out what her name was in the movie, and then trying to find an American, uh, like American English words to match her name. Like, I I just can't find it, so I don't know. Yeah, who this yeah, actress yeah. is, so we can't properly credit her, but uh, she's Officer Zhao in the movie. <laughs> and it's just so weird because that character isn't established. We, I, I think we did say this is technically a prequel to Fight Against Evil 1, so you would think that maybe they would flesh out these characters even more. I haven't even seen the first one, so I don't even know yeah. if maybe the first movie, they're, we spend more time with all these people and get to know them, and then they're just assuming that everybody saw that one first, so we don't have to give anybody names in this one. You're just gonna, <laughs> you're just gonna know them all. The gang's all back. Yeah, well, I did not watch the first one. I even know this was a sequel to anything. I did not look at the title uh, clearly enough, but yeah, like you don't need to watch the, the sequel or any. Uh, knowing that this is a franchise at all, this movie is pretty self-contained, thankfully. Extreme, um, yeah, very very easy to watch without really knowing anything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but going back on that that train of thought, the characterization of everybody is so broad, mm-hmm. and it's really difficult to relate to uh, Motier, the main our main character. He's a police officer, very blue collar, very down and dirty. He just has no personality it really doesn't know so dour he's a stick in the mud they try to flesh out his character by putting him in relatable millennial situations he's being set up <laughs> Look, on, on blind, dates. blind dates like that's it <laughs> that's all you got because young people date zero don't you know this <laughs> i do know this i was dating for like a long long time so i can relate to that stuff yeah. but he's just it's expert writing right there. i, I don't know the way they they write him is just so bland i think the one character trait that i thought was really funny that stood out to me in a very very brief scene was he and another officer take giant bites out of big stalks of green onion did yeah, you notice like that these massive leaks i'm like oh, what is what is happening why are they even doing this <laughs> why I are no they eating it raw that. right I, I have no idea was that like a were they playing chicken by like with each other trying to like dare each other to 
take bigger bites out of raw onion i don't i don't really understand that they were raw but, dog and green onion i don't know what's going on here <laughs> there yeah and, and you have the whole 90 minute movie a lot of it does feel like to me it almost feels like padding right because it just feels like all right come on let's just move on with the next let's, scene let's get to and the- exactly and everything in between it's either the actually so the way i would describe it there's a lot of you know, obviously the subject matter is that it's, you know it's going to always be uncomfortable human trafficking uh sexual harassment anything of that nature is always going to be just not it's going to be very touchy subject matter it's going to be very uncomfortable and in between it seems like we switch back to the day in the life of this main character police officer and his not quirky wacky enough adventures like oh we're being set up on blind date and it's like they're, they're it's almost like they're trying to set up a joke there but then they kind of just move along with it you know well, what i mean they're, they're setting up a joke but he's not in on the joke and he's so in character of being this curmudgeon it's really it's almost annoying that there's no comedy derived from this the yeah the comedy that comes from that is he just beats the shit out of people because like he's really salty that his date wasn't paying attention to him that's it yeah but yeah yes i yeah the the, the comedy isn't quite there but the fact that like it doesn't go far enough with it but as, at the same time, there's like this strange dichotomy between like this dark and dour theme of the movie. And then there is just this, uh, like it just jumps to another scene unrelated to him, uh, you know, living his social life. And it's like, okay, well, they didn't go, they didn't go too far and make it like completely wacky and zany, but they didn't really like, but they're not doing anything with these scenes. So it's like, ah, oh, these scenes just feel like they're, they're pointless or like they're like half written well i (laughs) I, measures right i kind of see what they were doing because so during the movie he is going on blind dates he gets set up on a blind date and it turns out one of the women he's gets set up with she's actually kind of being pimped out and her pimp starts accosting her uh after she leaves the blind date with him and he saves her and so he starts to real he starts to realize okay something's going on here he follows he follows the pimp and then he sees that there is kind of this underground world yeah. because he gets jumped by these men so he figures okay well something's going on here something's going on in, the, in this in these nightclub settings and it further opens up to him when his not adopted i guess his orphan brother yeah. introduces him to his bosses that's where we get even deeper into the seedy nightlife world Mm -hmm. and it's just it's really forcing us into the overall underground like it could it i felt like it could have been organically written instead of just like well he's on blind dates oh coincidentally he goes on a blind date with a woman who's involved in sex trafficking it's it's too it's too convenient like that yeah yeah well that's that's what we need to have this movie be self-contained and have everything just pile together just so nicely so mm-hmm. that you know, we can move the story along but even then it's like well feels like there's still a lot of padding in between and uh you know i would have liked i mean this uh, but there's a reason why i'm assuming like my assumption wouldn't have worked it's like i would have liked that this movie went a little bit further into like the darker territory like you know like take out all the comedy bits like really explore uh the main character's uh disillusion with like uh 
the criminal underworld. He's like he has this or uh, stepbrother or whatever you call it, uh, who's also involved in the crime world, and it's like his personal uh, uh, like investment in like making sure that his brother's okay. But at the same time, like he realizes that like he's going to have a struggle with like someone who he's considered you know basically his brother. Yeah. All that like would have been great, and you know, but at the same time, I know that I know that like this movie wouldn't have been the case because it's a mainland China movie and there's censorship. I mean, you can only go so dark. Which, but I'm still surprised that this movie was touched well, on the subject matter. Well, that's what I mean, though. I I think it's interesting that we get a mainland Chinese movie talking about sex trade, you know, yeah. illegal mm-hmm. pornography and all that stuff. But exactly what you said, I think the struggles and the difficulties of being these orphan brothers together and then ultimately having a divide and having to fight each other that's there's grounds for more interesting personal stuff going on there and it's just washed over there's no there's no internal struggle with uh trying to like say like oh should i turn my brother in we've been helping each other out we grew up orphaned together or do i follow my duties as a police officer he's just no I am a police officer. I'm doing this because I'm a police officer. I have no personality. My personality right. is giant green onion eating police officer. <laughs> right, because once you get introduced to the the brother character, and you realize that we're pretty pretty quickly that we're not going to set up much of their relationship. It's going to be pretty surface level. You know immediately that there's this is going to turn into a fight between the two of them, and that's really it like motivation wise and the way the way that we let lead up to that ultimate confrontation it should feel like an escalation and intensity rising and it doesn't feel like that it just feels like well we need it to happen because we need a fight scene yeah (laughs) it's like a lazy way of writing it uh again i'm sure there's like you know maybe censorship can only do you know with the prohibition or the the restrictions of censorship you can only go so far in fact the movie has an epilogue screen where (laughs) everything is nicely tied up or explained no not at all did you read that last sentence yeah yeah it's not nicely tied up (laughs) well no no like everything is has to be explained away and uh it essentially tells you what ultimately happens to all the bad guys right i wonder if this is supposedly based on real cases because of that epilogue oh i don't know well i, I, well, know. I won't spoil it i won't go into yeah. the details <laughs> but anyway will how's the action then since the uh, story well, is pretty straightforward uh you know well, i hinted at it the the first couple of fights are not good indicators and even with that disclaimer that you gave me and i'm gonna relay back to our listeners you're probably gonna be pretty. You're probably gonna be pretty disappointed at first, thinking, "Oh, this is not good," <laughs> right? And it takes a long time before you get to your first real fight scene. That's like halfway through the movie. And don't, um, don't be fooled into thinking seeing a bathroom means you should take a bathroom break, <laughs> <laughs> because that's where our first major fight scene happens and yeah oh boy if you've ever wanted to see two men destroy a bathroom then (laughs) this movie is for you 
Yeah, and we're not talking about like uh, an average Tuesday night after Chipotle. <laughs> People fighting in a bathroom, and it's it's pretty good. I, I was actually very impressed by it, and I was like, "Where the hell was this? This whole movie?" And it takes like fifty minutes in, mm-hmm. and well, you they have to sit they, they kind of set you up a little bit because the first fight scene, he's fighting some goons, and it's just okay. So I I have a feeling that. Uh, whenever Mozier's not fighting with another actor, yeah. uh, Liu Feng Chao, who is the man he fights in the bathroom, I feel like anytime he's not fighting him, that's when you can see the fights are a lot more edited. Mm-hmm. They don't feel as concise and as wowing as mm-hmm. that bathroom fight. So maybe it's just the budget the talent of the stunt team are just not up to par with what he as an action performer could do along with the other actor, Liu Feng Chao. Yeah, no, that's definitely the case. When you have two martial on-screen martial arts performers and they have, they have enough of a rapport and they understand each other's movements and can really sell the hits, etc. It's great. It's, it's like perfect on-screen chemistry, but you know, everything else I mean, like, especially the earlier fights. It's a lot of him, the main our main character dispatching of goons in one or two movements, right? And it's very which is fine. One, one at a time, sort of. Everybody's taking their turn, but they yeah. hide it. They hide people in the background well enough, and they try to make a lot of these big blows exciting by doing very big camera moves, mm-hmm. arcing motions, or kind almost like slam zooms to extenuate all these hits and that's fine but compared to 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 the rest of the movie these earlier fights are are just pretty forgettable they're they're there to show that there's action in the movie but as we've kind of been saying if you were to just watch this blind and you were to see and you were going to see that you would think okay well maybe this is not really good i'm going to turn it off and you yeah and you would be disappointed to find it actually gets better Right, 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 and thank God I, I sat through it because I was. If you if you didn't recommend this movie and you didn't scout this movie out first, I would have been like, I, I would just immediately have dis- dismissed it and be like, yeah, the rest of the movies probably along these lines. Um, so that's that's kind of like the overall theme of what I'm trying to say. It's like when you put all your eggs into like one fight scene as you know, and and you make that one really good. But you kind of make the rest of them kind of just meh, just like rather mediocre. Uh, and you, especially when you kind of put that closer to the end of the film, it's like, oh man, like you, you can kind of turn a lot of people away. And especially in this day and age when people like myself have very short attention spans. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. I think the problem too is, so is the, how they paced out the fights because we get this very, very great bathroom fight basically halfway through the a little more than halfway through the movie and then really closely after that we get a very very intricate creative fight inside of a car very close Mm -hmm. quarters combat using everything they can inside this vehicle with a man handcuffed in the back seat and then a female officer in the front and they're just fighting it's (laughs) fucking beautiful it's close it's tense and it looks great but there's those two fights, the bathroom fight and the car fight, they're kind of really close to each other. I, I wish they paced it out a little more. 
-hmm. And then later on, we get a fight in the porno studio. That's a little more breaking shit sort (laughs) of a brawl. And then we, I think we get one more at the end against the final boss, and it's just, it's just okay. I think, uh, beca- I think it's yeah. because the let, let... the actor Zhang Li is just an older guy. You can mm-hmm. see he gets doubled heavily, so right. you know, like there, there's only so much they can do with him at that point. They they double yeah. him enough so that they give him some cool moves to do, but there's just no, there's just no hiding the fact that it's clear he can't go toe-to-toe with actual screen fighting with Mozier. Yeah, I'm assuming that they got this actor mostly for his acting chops, mm-hmm. but, I mean, like, I don't I don't know him at all, uh, this this actor, Zhang Li. Um, clearly, he, he has some acting pedigree, and that's why they wanted him in this menacing final boss role, but did not... I did not expect him to be a fighter. <laughs> and I was actually kind of disappointed that he was, because uh, once they set up this one scene that he's kind of like training, hitting the pads or whatever for in an MMA style environment, I was like, "Oh man, he's gonna fight." Like, <laughs> we and you, and based off of everything you just said, it's which is eventually essentially true. Like he's gonna get doubled. He's gonna. It's like uh, I kind of just wish he was like just one mastermind and he has like this one right hand man who's a great fighter well i mean they um, showed that that was the brother 18 character no 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 like another one. Oh, another one okay i i think it would have been better if the he has to fight his uh orphaned brother again at the end like oh, sure. like, like a but, rematch almost sure but then the story wouldn't have played out the way that does but um I, well i i guess like i, I don't want to talk about that in any more detail unless we like go into spoilers but uh i don't know is there, is there anything else you want to say before we go into it in greater detail no i think we can go more into detail of the plots uh you know even though it's pretty straightforward we can go yeah. into the specifics of it and we mm-hmm. we're gonna go heavy into the specifics of the action so if you'd like to hear that you should consider subscribing to it subscribing to us on patreon because if you do, you can listen to the whole discussion, which will probably be an additional hour. No, don't say <laughs> that, because every time you say that, you curse us into doing it. No, I don't. Hour. We sometimes say, let's try to make it under an hour, and then it ends up being like two hours or something like oh, that, because we just keep on going into it. But if you want to hear us talk more about it, consider subscribing, because you'll get the full episode in addition to our shorter episodes, which we call Quick Jabs. And if you subscribe, you can hear us talk about Warriors of the Rainbow, Sadiq Bale. Strange title, but a very interesting film about the Taiwanese aboriginals fighting the colonializing Japanese. That sounds like a way more interesting story than what <laughs> we're about to talk to today. But all right, let, with that said, let's talk about Fight Against Evil 2. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And now on to our final thoughts. That is Northeast Police Story 2. Fight Against Evil Part 2. Yeah, um... Actually, the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, I just just watch those two fights, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's because it's so easy to sit there. This is ninety yeah. minutes. I think it's okay. I 
I know you don't like the later fights. I think there's great body slams in there. I like mm-hmm. some of the environmental damage going on. I don't think it's that bad. But in terms of it being a fight, in terms of there being drawn-out yeah. choreography, it is not what those later fights have. Yeah, yeah. I Again, I like my envi- environmental damage too, but I, I need them to be the the result of good fight choreography and and in lieu of a fight, good fight choreography and it's nothing but destruction i'm like eh, it doesn't do anything for me um granted i i, I appreciate all the things that our stunt people do like they you know it's extremely difficult job and you know like you're you're getting hurt for the art but i still want a good lead up to it and so with that said middle two is it middle two i guess like yeah middle two fights they're awesome like they're just less i mean there's good stunt work in there too but it really is highlighted by excellent fight choreography and this movie is fucking like we fucking where where was this the whole year <laughs> i feel like we like it's freaking uh it, like i've been I feel hol- like we I've haven't hol- watched any movies like this i've been holding out on this movie because we've been on our review of Haya, almost only Haya material, and we've been struggling. Yes. So I wanted our last episode to end on a higher note because, <laughs> um, yeah, it, <laughs> it's been a difficult year watching yeah. only almost only Haya related films. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm glad we're ending on somewhat of a high note. Like those fights are awesome. So I'd say. You can check those out. I I can echo you and say that you can probably just watch a movie. It's only ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah but if you just want to skip to those fights, you can you can do that too. I I think that the movie's just kind of okay. Um, it's it's it is easy to sit through. It has its low like lulls, but yeah. If you just want to go straight to the good fight scenes, like just go you know just go watch them if you can. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much else to say about the movie. It, it's, it's it's a simple one. It's a very simple movie. Uh, kind of wish it was a little bit darker in terms of storytelling. Maybe more like more dramatic. Uh, I felt like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, in my th- there was many opportunities to have these characters have these internal struggles. Yes. Yeah. Possibly break bad. Possibly mm-hmm. not. And you know. You can create good drama from that, but unfortunately, they just everything just resolves itself really <laughs> easily, except yeah. for Motsie's love life, Moshe's love life, because in the end, he's still going on blind dates, being yeah. set up by his coworkers, and he's still I'm I'm sure he's still going on these dates and refusing to pay for it. <laughs> That's what we call a scab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I don't know. I don't know to say. Like, I'm sure you're you're you you feel the same way, right? Yeah, yeah. This is this is a I think a great way to end 2023. Uh, China makes decent action movies. There's sure. some. There's lots of good people making good action movies out there. It's just it's harder to find because. Yeah. Wow. They go they go straight to Aichi, and then because of that, you just got to filter throughout all this stuff. So sometimes you just oh, got to yeah. wait through. You got to wait for somebody else to kind of recommend it because there's so much <laughs> on Aichi. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where my, my bias and my, my 
sour taste comes from is just uh, I get so I've gotten so I feel like I've been plagued by just horrible mainland China movies and some of them are uh, granted they're still awful are you still having PTSD from our Halloween bargain bin episode yeah oh my god how many how many did we have to cover for that um and even like Motsie himself is not uh free from that kind of curse like freaking Ip Man the Awakening that movie is terrible too so uh, yeah, there's lots of terrible movies. I don't I don't say every movie from China is terrible, but you know you're right. Like you have to sift through a lot of garbage to find the diamonds in the rough, and yeah. <laughs> oh God! But I'm glad we found this one, and this was a good way to cap the year. Oh God. Um. So yeah, is is that? I mean, it's not the end of the year for us. We still have a couple more uh, episodes for you guys for the rest of the year. Uh, definitely want to recap uh, how we feel, feel about Haya as a service. And we're going to talk about 2023 as a whole. So, yeah, stick around for more. And we have a lot of um, great content we want to uh, we have in store for you guys in 2024. We're going to give you all the details pretty soon. And I'm pretty excited for all that. So, uh I don't know what to say, Zero. Hey, do you think in 2024 we should only cover Chinese films on iQiyi? Do, do you want me to jump off that building like that character in this movie? Because I will, I will do that. It's okay. We'll 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 transition by having fireworks go off at the same time. Your body thuds, so no one will oh, notice. God. People people who didn't who didn't listen to the Patreon section are like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs>